0: right second takes the boys the best it is tuesday june something 2021 june 15th it's like we're halfway through june already jesus christ time ridiculous good lord yeah that's right shane's back this is uh his loving fans have made the demand that uh
1: i love all three of you
0: (laughs) i think there's four now let's be let's be fair
1: four of you i apologize i left one out
0: I, uh, the show I have now deemed will be a weekly show for at least the rest of the off season.
1: I'm an off season guy. He's an off season. Want to hear talk or want to hear us talk hockey. That ain't us.
0: Oh, I beg the differ. We're going to talk plenty of hockey well, tonight. Today. We have, I to. got some shit to say, but we'll get, there. but, uh, yeah, we're just, this is going to be a weekly show now. Eat your heart out. Noah. Shane's got a weekly show and you don't. <laughs> and, uh, I just, uh. I just laugh my ass off for an hour when I do these things. And that's all I want in life anymore. I just want to oh. laugh. I don't give a shit. Therapy. Therapy. It's, it's
1: Can I just, I just I need to say one thing. As you rear back for your... Oh, all right. I just sit there and see, I'm a whore. <laughs> what a shirt.
0: It's a, the I'm a whore friend shirt. From for, uh, okay. the anger Negative show, rest in peace.
1: So, yeah, well, R.I.P. But what a killer shirt, though! I would love to walk around in a shirt that just says "I'm a whore."
0: We, uh, I actually think it was the very last one we did um, that was a live stream, and it was like that, where it was just "I'm a whore," yeah, and it. somebody messaged, me like, what does your shirt say?" <laughs> Who oh, had to
1: message that?
0: It's a, it's a whore friend, because that was that was the gimmick. Because he's a he's a pimp, you see, and he had many women of the night.
1: Uh, Lady of the evening.
0: Lady of the evening. So now I was a whore friend. That was the gimmick.
1: That's fair. Well, it's a killer shirt, and I'm going to request one. I'll see what I can do. Appreciate that.
0: (laughs) All right, everybody. Flyerside chat here. And uh, I don't even know where, where to get into things tonight.
1: Well, you said we had hockey, which... I just, i'm woefully unprepared for uh you not have so to be prepared I'm actually i'm be may ripping just, off you
0: you may just have to sit back for That's the next all right, all right. hour and just let me go here um, I accept.
1: well this now has to be like a live twitter thing so people can see my facial expressions to the brilliance <laughs> that is your rant
0: <laughs> the uh last week i threw out a bit of a conspiracy theory with the dougie hamilton people wanted him because yes. he's unattainable right
2: mm-hmm.
0: they hate seth jones they want dougie hamilton but Dougie Hamilton was unattainable. Well, fast forward a few days, till yesterday morning, Monday, when the Hurricanes officially gave him and his agent the uh, chance to go look for a sign and trade. And all of a sudden, a lot of the people that really wanted Dougie Hamilton became real gun-shy at the idea of signing Dougie Hamilton. Now... That's just typical Flyers fan ignorance. I'm not going to say I'm right, but I was absolutely right.
1: 100%.
0: And then this afternoon, Elliot Friedman on 31 Thoughts says that the Flyers probably aren't in on Hamilton. He's not their main target. They're probably looking at Jones or someone else. They click. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's stick on this <laughs> Hamilton trade. All of a sudden, <laughs> everybody's like, we don't need Dougie Hamilton. Seth Jones is the way to go. He's the one we need. It's like the roller coaster of emotions that we have dealt with with this Dougie hamilton motherfucker over the last few days is fascinating it's absolutely fascinating
1: it's bullshit yes it's complete bullshit like to to me so we all have you know we all have those friends who sit there and they talk a big game Speak about a lot of different things friends. Well, we did just establish that one of us put their phone on silent. The other one leaves it forever on silent. I'll let you know which <laughs> one is which. Um, so, but you have like the 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 Noahs of the world, right? Who sit there and they're boy, they're they're going to plant that flag and interest out there until that woman's right in front of them, and suddenly he's not rising to any occasions, right? Right, Noah.
0: Yeah, Noah. Noah.
1: Are you there, Noah?
0: What if we did a run-in? Be great.
1: It would be hilarious. <laughs> but again, like the, and it was not something I thought of until you said it last week. Um, You know, when we talk, you know, about, you know, falling in love with the unattainable thing, because there's a safety net of, well, I don't have to worry about who I have to give up this dream scenario of acquiring this yes. you know potentially, you know, top pair piece um, is never going to happen anyway. So let me just fall in love with the product that could be, and not the process to which to get that product. Yes. Um, And it's just, moronic it's compl- like why now Gunshy? like acquire him and figure it out that's what you do for pieces like that that's what you do for for uh, again a team that's so starved of like top tier talent and like pieces that legitimately make sense like we acquire a lot of filler spots like a lot of middle six guys a lot of bottom four you know defensemen that like can just kind of rotate in and out but like when's the last time we're truly acquiring a stud of need
0: chris bronger 13 years ago now (laughs) right it's absurd the the thing is this isn't new and this is where i built this theory off of in the first place is we saw this happen last year when the playoff exit they scored you know four goals in 18 playoff games or whatever it was (laughs) just getting destroyed and the theme of it was They need help, they need goal scoring, they need this, they need that. And then the offseason rolled around, it was time to make those moves, and everybody was, well, maybe we don't need it, let's run it back. And what happened, they ran it back and got their ass kicked into their ass again. And then the month of March rolled around, and they got blown out of the water every single night, and it was, we need change, we need, we need help, fire everybody, make change, blah, blah, blah. And then what happened? Now the off season rolls around and all of a sudden, woo, we actually don't need anybody. Everybody got a down year. They'll be back. Shane's writing something down in dramatic fashion.
1: Assed, kicked into their ass. Yeah. What a fucking title so far. <laughs> well, well done. I, sir.
0: It's just, it's a constant theme of they want it when it's not there, but when it's time to put your fucking money where your mouth is, Everybody's hands off. Everybody backs up. Nobody wants to make any changes. And it's a perfect theme here. And and like now they want Seth Jones because he's still theoretically unattainable. He's available via trade, but whether Chuck Fletcher has the fucking balls to make that trade happen is yet to be seen.
1: If Olivia Munn is at the bar, I'm going to go talk to her. I may fail, but none of my friends are going to sit there and make fun of me for failing because I talked to her. Go talk to Olivia Munn.
0: I put that in a piece this morning, which ironically came out just a few hours before Fletcher fucking ran scared. But, you know, (laughs) he needs to be a fucking flyer. Make changes. You know, if you fail, if you make changes and fail, at least you say you tried. If you fucking go out there and don't do anything, run it back again. You deserve every loss you take.
1: Speaking in cliches forever, the... Definition of insanity, same thing over and over again, expecting different results. This organization has just been stuck in a decade plus of mediocrity. And, and the moves that they make are, 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 while the pieces may be interchangeable at times, like, it is the same move or the same series of moves. It hasn't worked. Whether it may have worked 15 years ago, perhaps. Style of hockey was different. What depth meant at that point could have been different. It doesn't work right now. For 10 years, it has proved to you. It does not, 13 years, has not fucking worked. Go fail at something else. At least let me know that you're you're creatively trying to solve a problem, as opposed to saying, I believe in this process. One day. One day it's going to work. It's fucking not.
0: That news just took the complete wind out of my sails when I read that piece. That, that Friedman put out, and they don't want him. It's like 24 hours after the top guy becomes available and you already pull out. Like, what a shitty taste to put in your mouth this early in the offseason. Like, for what it's worth, I'm very excited at the idea of Seth Jones being here. Because fuck <laughs> sure. analytics. But, like... Fuck analytics. <laughs> like, y- y- this Hamilton's the guy. <laughs> I-, I get un- getting both of them is very unrealistic. It wasn't going to happen. It was going to be one or the other. But, like, what happens now, since you pulled out of Hamilton, what happens if he gets traded? You know, they do a sign-in trade relatively soon. And then some other team outbids you for Jones. What if the Devils come in and be like, hey, here's a better package. They trade Seth Jones and you pull it out of Hamilton. Now you're shit out of luck. Now you have to run it back. Or pay somebody like, you know, obscene amount of money to, you know, David Savard, who's a shitty consolation prize this summer.
1: So you look at the Eagles and every single offseason with the Philadelphia Eagles, it does not matter what the name is, what the fit is, they're reported to be in on them. And whether or not they are, and, and how much the due diligence goes into that, we'll never really know. But there's never something that says we are flat out out on attempting to acquire a piece that could bring a lot of value to our organization. And look, for better or for worse, like the, the Philadelphia Eagles for for decades had had such a a quality a quality organization in terms of staying relevant and and staying ahead of the times and being competitive. You know, ultimately, you know. Very rarely do they go back to back with with poor seasons, and, and they win that Super Bowl through this philosophy saying Like this is like, how can these pieces help us? And they go out and they make those those moves. The Flyers are absolute. Like immediately, it's it's as though they've made the decision on behalf of a market that has yet to play out. They say, you know what? I understand. I believe this is where this market's going. I believe this is what Dougie Hamilton may command. I, I don't want to have the conversation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, you. you're cashing out before you ever what, even get there
1: what happens if, if dougie hamilton has and i'm not saying this is the case but just for argument's sake you know there are athletes who play in visiting cities and they say fuck man i would love to play in front of that fan base night in and night out now certainly that wouldn't be not be the flyers it's been a fucking library in there for a decade but just pretend for a moment that he came to philadelphia he loved the restaurant scene here He got to the Wells Fargo center and it just happened to be one of the four games out of the year that fans show up and are actually rowdy and into things. And the flyers actually play well. And he says, fuck, that was fun. I'm going to give you a discount, but no Chuck saying I'm out. I don't I don't even accept your fucking discount. And again, I'm not saying you would have you give that, but you're taking that thought. You're taking that conversation away by immediately saying I'm out, dude. I don't need you. Fuck yourself, Fletch comcast <laughs> conglomerate
0: i put that tweet out there about it taking the wind out of my sails and there were so many people that were angry at me for like being negative oh daniel you're negative oh you're giving once up once again i oh, don't give up and it's like realistic i'm negative for wanting my hockey team to be successful i'm negative <laughs> because i'm tired of watching the flyers lose every night for 10 fucking years i'm t- i'm a negative fan because i want something better I went back and forth with some asshole on Twitter today, who tells me that German Rubsov is great and he deserves another chance.
1: Which asshole? Uh,
0: f- it was some fat motherfucker, some guy. Like, and then he called me Danny. I hate that name. If it- it's not the fucking diabetes that puts him in the grave, I certainly will. Don't fucking call me Danny. But
1: nerve struck.
0: Then, <laughs> then the- the- the fucking. Listen, Anthony and I have talked about...
1: Don't call me Danny.
0: You write that down, <laughs> just in case it ever comes up in a conversation. But uh, Anthony and I have talked about...
1: What a dick move, by the way. You don't fucking know this. I call you... Your name appears as Daniel. It's Daniel or Mr. Esh.
0: Yes. Or Dan. I'll accept Dan, too. Danny can fuck off. Anyway... And I've talked about multiple times about giving Fletcher to the end of the offseason before you judge him. And for what it's worth, I am behind that train of thought. However, the person I was arguing with today, which happened to be Dan Silver, by the way. (laughs) Fucking started with that one. But he essentially said, Fletcher's going to have a good offseason. He's going to make the additions. He's going to get Seth Jones. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. You're being negative about Hamilton. Hold up! Oof. You
2: know,
0: he's going to... You know, he's not gonna get him but he's gonna make this other and like the thing with that is this front office the flyers and chuck fletcher have zero good karma in the bank right now right like what have they done now listen fletcher has come out at the trade deadline and the exit interviews and he said a lot of the right things You know, the mix is off, the chemistry is bad, there's a lot of redundancy in lineup, Which is great for him to say, but until he actually DOES something about it, it doesn't fucking matter what he says, right? Like, there's… until Seth Jones is here, until he's in orange and black and Travis Sandheim is rotting away in Columbus, it doesn't fucking matter! Why are we giving them the benefit of the doubt? Why have they earned that benefit of the doubt? He hasn't! He had, what has he done in the last calendar year to earn that? He traded Gustafson for a seventh-round pick? Ooh! And the reason the Flyers sucked this season in the first place is because he had his thumb up his ass all summer long last year.
1: Again, I, and we've talked about this before, too, and, and I'm not by any means saying I'm a, I'm a Fletcher fan. Like, it's he just kind of, he's a dude. Like, he's, he's a figurehead to, to whatever the the overhead wants to do like he's just out there doing he might be able to give a pitch or, so, or something but i truly believe that he is next to nothing to do with having the approval to go out and do these things he may very well want to but they may have said chuck that ain't it like we're not paying someone nine million dollars a year we're already in three contracts we don't want to be in we can't afford to do this if it doesn't work out but why plan for the if it doesn't work out why allow the the non-hockey people to sit there and have a a fucking modicum of say in what the hell goes on with with, with what this construction of a roster looks like it baffles me to to sit here and and to watch an organization that seems so in touch with what the fan base wants and desires by keeping all of these middling nothings on the fucking ice and in it, it blows my mind that they can't grapple along with saying you know what we need a fucking difference maker like we don't have a, a blue chip anything here. We we don't have any youth to be hard over. Our veterans are, are Oh, we got Nolan Patrick and
0: German Rubestoff, Shane. What the fuck are you talking about? We don't youth to get hard <laughs> over.
1: Fucking German Rubestoff, man. I
0: cannot believe I they chips. re-signed this guy. I heard a rumor a few weeks back that they were negotiating with him, and it was one of those things that I heard, and I'm like, there's no way they're that stupid. And then they fucking resign the guy. Oh my god, and of course there's a bunch of these prospect shitheads. He's so great, he needs another chance This this fat fucking diabetic shithead on Twitter coming at me. <laughs> oh, he's so great, he needs another chance. On what? He's got, what, eight goals in 60-some Phantoms games? He had four goals in 50 games in the KHL last season? They didn't even feel like he was worthy to bring back to the fucking AHL, and yet they re-signed the guy. Other than than the title of first-round pick, what the fuck does this guy bring to the table? What does he have? What merit is there in bringing him back?
1: Steroid connection.
0: He took steroids when he was 16. That's probably why he was so fucking good at that time, and he sucks now.
1: Look, man, I love a kid who cheats. I talked about it last week. I'm all in. He's that being said... It's so
0: fucking hot in here
1: already. Fuck that guy.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Sweat clean through this shirt already. Oh, well, You are a whore. <sighs> I just... I can't even fathom this fan base anymore. It's not even... Like, why? How? Why are we attached to these players? Why are we attached? And then, I'm not even saying this to be an asshole. I'm genuinely curious. What is it about guys like Rubisov and Patrick and all these other fucking waste of space that you're in love with?
1: Well, I told you. Like, And again, I'm, I'm not by any means saying that I'm 100% right in this, but like, what is romantic about falling in love with the organization of the Philadelphia Flyers or the overall product of the Philadelphia Flyers? Nothing. You're going to find me hanging from the bathroom, room. <laughs> right? Everyone's seen that video? I hope you've seen that video. But, like, there's nothing to get excited about. If you're watching this team at a certain point, if they you have signed Dodgy Hamilton,
0: it'd be pretty fucking exciting. It would be fucking great.
1: But By the organization 100% doesn't
0: have to. Somebody on Twitter the other day went, Well, luckily the fans aren't in charge. And to an extent, they're not. But. The complacency within the fan base puts no pressure on the people at the top of the food chain to do anything about that. You know, can you, if the Eagles fans were just a bunch of pylons out there doing absolutely nothing and didn't give a shit, would they do anything to be competitive on a year to year basis? They wouldn't because they don't feel any pressure. You know, why do you think the coyotes never succeed or the blue jackets or the wild because they're nobody gives a flying fuck about them. No, they don't feel pressure to go out and get the big guys. You yeah, know, certain... like what this it's insane. How far the flyers market has fallen in like 10 years. They went to the cup in 2010. It's 2021 and they're fucking worthless. <laughs> what happened? Ron Hextall came in and <clears throat> sold this fucking fan base a bill of goods that if you just wait long enough, Gurman Rubsov and Nolan Patrick are going to solve your problems. And despite the fact that it's been seven, eight years, and nothing's happened, nothing's changed, we're still holding on to that hope. Well, who's German Rubsov blocking? It can't hurt. He was a first-round pick. He has potential. Fuck off! Fuck off! build a competitive <laughs> roster. I see people on Twitter all the time and I'm talking about this before, uh, on Twitter before. Vegas. The Vegas Golden Knights are hated for what they are. But why? They're brilliant. They drafted a good team and they added good players to and that good team
1: after. If they said that guy makes us better, get him. Fucking get him, and you figure. Alex, the they out. did that with
0: Alex Betrangelo last year. They got him, and then figured out the cap problem. Yep. Which then Whatever. they traded Nate Schmidt for a third round pick. Right. Like they.
1: While we sat <laughs> believe on it ass. or
0: not, adding good players to a good team makes you fucking cup contenders. What a! I know this is a crazy thought here in 2021, but for Christ's sake,
1: like, why you know what's crazy. Uh, me? You are, in in part, yes um harvey 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 um but what's insane to me is this is a a major market city across the board all four sports teams have woefully underperformed with the exception of the current sixers run i'm talking about the last decade or so and the set aside the the um the super bowl for the philadelphia eagles right in a major market city like this, and, and with the amount of mediocrity that we see or losing seasons, extended losing seasons, if we're talking about the Philadelphia Phillies, how does not one team and one front office in this city say, I don't care what it takes? I'm going to fuck everybody's shit up. We are bringing a championship back. We are going to make this happen. And we're going to do that by doing all the things that we we didn't do for the last decade, you know, again, with the exception of the one Super Bowl run, uh, you know, and the current state of the 76ers. Um, it just, it baffles me. Like, why would you not? And especially hockey in America, like this, this is like, I feel like soccer is more watched in in Philadelphia right now than hockey is, which is disgusting to me. No offense. If you like soccer, you're just wrong about everything in life. (laughs) But again, who is going to watch this Philadelphia Flyers team year in and year out over literally anything how does that not ring a fucking bell to say we can grab this city by the fucking balls and we can be the team that everyone talks about we can be the team that that gets talked about on wip incessantly great the flyers have no interest in that the fan base has no interest in holding them accountable to put them up to that standard it's unbelievable to me fuck that
0: and this, the, like, you're compla- these people are complacent now and then in November when they show up and start losing again it's gonna be like well we need change we gotta fire AV because everything's his fault you know they're gonna look for a different scapegoat that is not Chuck Fletcher or not any of these players because it doesn't fucking matter I, I just I can't even fathom somebody said well you know not all the kids are gonna be as bad as they were last season well hold Which, on here's the thing about that even if that's true even if Sanheim and Myers pull their heads out of their collective asses and look like semi competent <laughs> second pair defensemen, and Nolan Patrick can hold down the four C role without fucking everything up, and Connecty returns to a twenty five goal score, twenty four goal score, he's never scored twenty five, but uh, you you get all these guys back to the level they were in nineteen twenty, <laughs> is that team good enough by itself to win? I'm Why really don't annoyed. you bring in Hamilton and Jones? and hope Sanheim and Myers get better. That way you have Proverov, Jones, Hamilton, Myers, and Santa, All of it, and Cam York. All of a sudden, that's a fucking pretty good six defenseman now, isn't it? But no, we're going to run it back with Sanheim and Myers as a number two. We're going to throw Cam York right into the fire, and Justin Braun's going to be your fucking number two defenseman again. And hello, Alex Goligosky for the third pair.
1: God! I'm incredibly annoyed that the statement that came out of your mouth at the head of that little mini rant right there was Kinectni regains form and gets to a 25 goal score as if they don't just accidentally happen seven times over on every roster in the NHL. Oh, don't even get me started like, on this. That's chain. what we're going to sit there and get excited about. Well, like, you TK know, if, if, if the 1920
0: season didn't end, he would have scored 40 goals, but the, 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 the coronavirus put it on pause. Yeah. Fuck 24 goals. This guy, this fucking guy's untouchable by this fan base, and he's got 24 goals. This is his sixth season in the league.
1: And it doesn't feel that way, but. Feels fucking. like
0: he's been here for 30 years, for Christ's sake. 24 goals. How many 24 goal seasons do you think Corey Perry had? You want me to find out? Let's find out. Go
1: ahead. Find out. I'm, I'm going to say all but three seasons.
0: Corey Perry no I realize he's not what he was 10 years ago anymore but uh, let's see 20 plus goal seasons 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 8 20 plus goal seasons 119 goal season 117 goal season 217 goal season 8 of his 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 full seasons Hmm. One of those, by the way, was a 50-goal season. (laughs) Two more, three more, eclipsed, four more, five more for 30-goal seasons. Two were 40, one was 50. And he's physical and energy brings grit to the table, but we don't need that neither! No!
1: Dude, that was awesome.
0: It's so... Hot in here,
1: god damn like, it! I, I don't know if it's like you. I have had not your had so much fire in quite some time. Stop eating Taco Bell, but I could go for some. Taco You're Bell sitting. Now. No one can go for Taco Bell like that. Just like wrecks an anus, <laughs> and like you already have the itchy assholeitis. So like that is true. You really don't need that. But when you just freaked out like that, were your hands on your computer because like your head went this way while your screen went that way, <laughs> and I felt like I was watching a movie made entirely on an iPhone. Is very fucking weird.
0: Watching that uh, one movie with that, I, so, with that guy. And I thought
1: of I, the thriller thing. Came out like f- three, four years ago. Shot entirely on an iPhone. You're talking about no, the same thing? No,
0: no, no, no. Uh, Generation Earth. Destination Earth? The one with the Scientologist guy. It was like 2001. Nah. Battle- Battlefield Earth. That's what it was. Okay. That one's shot. There's a whole bunch of weird camera angles when it's going to the side. We should watch uh, that and review it one time. I heard shit.
1: Is it? All right, fine. I got nothing going on.
0: We can learn some Scientology around it.
1: Scientology. It's about as interesting as the fucking Philadelphia Flyers.
0: it would have more fun. At least a sure.
1: challenge shit. I, I just... Why don't we bring, start bringing it? Like, just start... Get an f- old school Rolodex. Just a, a giant thing. Roll it down. Get every asshole on Twitter who sits there and argues with you on this shit. Bring them on our show. We could just hang up on them. It doesn't just bring them in, hang them the fuck we up. We do
0: need a phone line here. That's what I'm it, saying. Can, I'm working on it.
1: Can, just get their Skype address. I don't give a shit. We'll call them. And just, <laughs> I just need to know, like, let's have an actual conversation like adults. Like, Hey, there asshat. is
0: no conversation from these people. That's, that's the, the we just problem. It's like, there's no argument for them. Oh, the, the, the Rubisov guy, for example, the thing you get bringing up. Well, who's he blocking? I don't know. I'm pretty sure anybody can play fourth-line center in the AH AHL these days. (laughs) You know, like, who's he blocking? Why is it so cheap? But it's the same fucking excuses, by the way, here for Nolan Patrick. Well, let's keep him 4C. Who's he blocking? You're telling me there's nobody else out there in the entire NHL that can play 4C and be useful at it? You know? Like, there's no excuse for so much of this shit. Though I am genuinely curious. Like... Why are you such an accepting of dumb fan? But that's
1: what I mean. So I sit there and like... All right, so I'm going to throw a name out here that's going to piss off like 97% of our audience because honestly... What's 97% all... of four? You're right. 96% <laughs> of our audience. I don't know that percentage either, but... <laughs> fuck it. Um, <clears throat> but Elliot Shore Park. Now, he's got a bunch of ridiculous... Like, setting aside his what people do hate Elliot Shore parks for when you actually like listen to him on, on the radio, or if you listen to him in podcasts and things that he's on his ability to just flat out, ask why, repeatedly in different ways to make people speak in circles one we're both as smart as elliot fucking shore parks like we could sit there and have that conversation and the amount of times that he's going to get a caller on WIP, i'm embarrassed to even it's the second time i've said WIP. do you know how bored i have to be at work to listen to that fuck station but anyway (laughs) so if he's on at any given fucking time and i gotta listen to this shit i sit there and listen to him make people talk in circles simply by just asking why Please give me a give me a supporting fact right now. Not there a, not there a, is a not select potential. group
0: on Twitter that I do that for. There's like,
1: I've bring got, them on.
0: I know I've made it as a as a personality because I have haters, and those are people sure. that are just in my mentions nonstop. They don't follow me, I don't follow them, but for whatever reason, I'm at the top of their search bar, and they are always in my mentions. And there's a group of those people that have the collective IQ of a fucking half-eaten donut. And it's just oh, well, like bring that
1: in for my amusement.
0: you can just go back and forth with them, and just let them talk themselves into circles. I love doing that; that is
1: fun. But that's what I mean. Will Most McAvoy people aren't that News crazy, Night.
0: though. There's only a handful of them. Most people are just
1: stupid. It's fine. Bring them on. I don't care. But like, that's the thing. Like, because I do believe, because we're both, in my opinion, we could be wrong. For all of you, we're not, but we could be. No. We are wrong that's the problem <laughs> here <laughs> we are intelligent fans uh, of this game and the process and the way to be successful in, in this game and i do believe that it's a quality listen to sit there and watch idiots get made to sound and be proved to be fucking idiots by just two beautiful fucking voices in podcasting it's a pleasurable listen for you it's a pleasurable time for us bring these idiots on all of them. Give me every asshole. I don't care.
0: You want to listen to other Flyers podcasts that are idiots. There are plenty of them out there. By the way, nah. shout out to Snow the Goalie this week. Those two ripped those fuckers apart. I love you guys forever. Anthony's a friend of the show. I don't know if Ross has ever been on or not, but uh, big fan. Big fan of both of them. Great show this week. Go check it out. Free plug <laughs> here. But uh, God, just I, I just don't, I can't even fathom being complacent after all these years you know mm-hmm. like why how much losing do you have to do before you're like all right maybe this team isn't that good
1: it's a city full of masochists
0: how many more That's years it. are we gonna run it back before it's like yeah yeah maybe travis Hanheim's an auto top defenseman yeah maybe Connecty's not very good like at what point how many more years do i have to wait because i'll take a hiatus for a little while and come back when we're ready to compete I don't know if I can do another season of this shit Watching them lose every night with the same fucking players All because so I they're can't. fucking afraid to make trades
1: That's the thing, and like now, again, we've talked about this nauseam as well, like the, the negativity and the losing and all of that. Like, I'm the negative one a, here.
0: Remember that? Because I won better for my hockey team.
1: This is all a sexier sell. It's a sexier listen, because people need validation to the misery that is occurring. They need to know that what they're seeing is wrong, but they don't know why, because let's face it, our listeners, all four of you fucking morons. Noah. They need to. That's right, Noah, big listener of my show. That's all right. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, that threw me right off man I'm sitting here thinking about noah listening to this being like fucking again
0: said <laughs> me oh. about me again
1: god man oh, god I don't totally hate Noah also found out actually noah, I noah fired him
0: vinyl. this uh this afternoon if you want to know he called Sprinkles Jimmies so I fired him
1: totally rational
0: reason I, I just that that's my line yeah don't call fucking sprinkles jimmies and don't call me Danny. Other than that, we can be friends. Unless you have shitty hockey opinions. In which case, I want you to die, Mr. Diabito. But uh, other than that...
1: <laughs> dude, all right. I got to I gotta scroll through your thing. Because I got to see... Watch this dude not even be obese. Watch him just be oh, like...
0: he's one of the few people with an actual face that was round as a fucking basketball. So I assume that's what it is.
1: But, uh... Round as a basketball. Huh. Holy dick. All right. Well, I got to find this. <sighs> awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. How's your week other than hockey, Dan? My
0: entire week was ruined by hockey. It's only Tuesday, and I'm already just fucking a wired mess. This this Hamilton fellow is. At this point,
1: I want them to acquire Jones. Eat my ass, Noah.
0: At this point, I want them to acquire Jones and just severely overpay for him and then assign him just to some massive contract just to spite the shitheads. I don't even care if he's good at this point.
1: <sighs> I pay the Athletics $60 a year to read a Charlie O'Connor article every other month during hockey season. Where was this? That's the asshole. That's that's what he... The of Philly all the things, Bean guy? of all the things that you would want someone to know about you as a human now let's just
0: pretend no for wonder a why he's a complete fucking lunatic
1: let's pretend for a moment you're Noah and you utilize Twitter as a dating platform fucking weird by the way Noah and someone scrolls on to to Mr. Beans little Twitter page and says he invests $60 a year cheap to read H Charlie O'Connor name dropping just a guy he loves apparently Totally normal. Article every other month, only during the hockey season. He identifies as a he and a him. Good for you. I think he should identify as an asshole.
0: So he's clearly fucking stupid.
1: Oh, holy crap, man.
0: Can you imagine paying the Athletics $60 a year to read a fucking Charlie O'Connor article? Jesus Christ. I,
1: I, I can't. Like, it's...
0: I should charge people to read my shit. People are going to fucking do that dumbass shit.
1: Oh Jesus! Now I'm reading your Silver thing. I shouldn't. I should not oh, have. Oh God! A
0: fucking Dan Silver, friend of the show, friend of me, but his hockey opinions drive me absolutely nuts sometimes.
1: That's not the worst thing, honestly. To, if like if you have two fairly educated people arguing, like it's rare that you're going to push one another to the other side and make them realize something else. But if someone's going to do it, it's going to be a fellow hockey nut. Um, not in this particular case. This is fucking moronic, but. Sorry, Dan. Silver. Other Dan. Good lord. Man, you got a lot of people up in your mentions.
0: Oh yeah. All day every day. People just bitch and complain and moan and yell. And hey, moan and yell. That was <sighs> awesome.
1: Nice trail off.
0: I'm I'm replying to Noah, actually. Yeah? Yeah, he's he's protesting his firing.
1: Why? For calling Jimmy's uh, no, I know why he got fired. It's it's completely valid and legitimate, but dude, why is he why is he protesting? Because he, he thinks he's right
0: down? for calling him Jimmy's.
1: Tell him to start his own goddamn network. <laughs> <laughs> Man. This needs to be a shirt. Yeah, not, <sighs> not much going on in mine. I'm pretty sure the extent of my Twitter is like Noah mikey mikey d
0: shout out to mikey you. d big fan of this show
1: he's awesome yeah and smart hockey dude honestly like
0: rational hockey, hockey with, dude yeah, honestly. like i would
1: talk hockey with that guy any fucking day get him on the show we should mikey I feel like balls in your court like now. he used to he used to be in, yeah, was in the, some uh, show was he not
0: it was the uh was a facebook group or something I was—I think yeah. it was right before I really got involved in a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was like the mid two thousands.
0: Yeah, it was, uh,
1: but I don't know. But I like—I knew something? I recognized him from somewhere, and other than just Flyers Twitter at this point, but, um, but yeah, good dude. Good dude. And thank you, by the way, for always putting up with their <laughs> bullshit on this show.
0: Yeah, you're one of Shane's four fans. Good job.
1: Yeah. Right. And um, Naz, what a babe! God, I love that chick. The one who messaged you. What? I don't know. Did you send me a picture of some uh, of, uh, of a comment that she made that she pre- the, the, the Dax Shepard thing. Her name is. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's right. I don't know. Who that yeah. is. She doesn't follow me.
1: She follows me. Yeah.
0: But uh, love her. Dax Shepard. And then some one of your friends compar- uh, compared me to Alex Jones. And I was like, huh yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I can imagine to most people if they just turned this on and didn't know anything about hockey and just listen to me yell and rave and rant like a fucking madman.
1: I <laughs> can see what, it. If you close your eyes, that's what you would see. I can see it. Yeah, 100%. I don't sound like this,
0: but, you know, yeah. Trump, uh, the frogs are gay. Uh,
1: I get the pleasure of seeing that.
0: I just I just destroyed my.
1: <laughs> oh, just now.
0: I can yell and scream. That's what I do. Trying to impersonate Alex Jones, though. Too much. Remember, uh, fuck Alex Jones. Remember that listens to him. <laughs> now, oh. now that we got the hockey talk out of the way, we can spend the last half hour here. Now, we gotta know, now, part of the reason we brought you back right away, because I, I was on breath here. Uh, <laughs> last week, uh, you had some issues. <laughs> uh... Jesus. Your your uh, your your hundred percent all beef thermometer uh, had an <laughs> issue.
1: We should have kept a tally on how many different things we could call my member. <laughs> but, oh Jesus Christ! Full recovery. I mean, you know, been a bit of a slow week, but I'm fairly confident I'm I'm good to go. So you know, so, so you didn't was just rupture a
0: anything or, or break it or
1: no 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 no. I
0: lost uh, sleep after reading that last week because it's like. uh-uh oh. I've been very cautious uh, about doing anything
1: right. too much. Uh, I will very rarely listen to the shows that I am on. I will listen to other shows. Last uh, week
0: was one of the few times I've ever listened back to one of my episodes. yes.
1: I had to listen to it because I, I was in so like I was legit I was in pain like while we recorded last <laughs> week. It was very uncomfortable. Um, and like because I was in pain, I was very aware of that and I couldn't not get it. so I was like, oh my God, what if I sucked on this show? And then obviously we got the feedback that we did. Thank you four of you um, for for reaching out and, and saying that you were entertained uh, on behalf of my you know just IELD unit like awful, but uh, yeah I I, I feel uh, I feel like there was there was some panic, but uh, or felt like there was some panic throughout the listen, but I think we handled it well um, and uh, all the way up until the end, and then you just had to web MD me, not WebMD, you had to uh, Mayo Clinic, Mayo Clinic which, um, you know, equally as horrifying. Um, yeah, didn't need it, man. Didn't, uh, like could have just listened to the first 56 minutes and could have, could have closed that one out and, uh, wouldn't, would have never had, because then I, undoubtedly I had to go and then research further my like repercussions of, you know, dislocated members. Um, but, uh, I feel okay. I feel pretty good. Uh, did not piss blood which is, I don't even know if that would happen. I guess it probably wouldn't happen. I guess that's more You want me to see
0: if it happens? I can uh, Google it again.
1: Don't. All right, so (laughs) honestly, I don't know what's wrong with me in this moment uh, because I I, I thought you were volunteering to dislocate your own self. And I was like, why would you do that? (laughs) Like, there's no need to have both voices and both cocks of the show just jacked up. I'm not going to break um,
0: my own cock. Not on uh, purpose, it's... anyway. If it's a fun Saturday night, well, that's a different story. But yeah,
1: hey, you know what? You you risk it. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a it's a risk I'd be willing to do. You know, nightly. Well, wow. as but glad you did not affect the refract rate, so I was still ready to go. So yeah, you know, Good. thanks for checking in, though, man. I appreciate it and as bringing your, me back uh, to that moment.
0: I was very worried about your uh, blue vein piccolo, about your. Uh... <laughs> your updates there so
1: <laughs> 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 oh shit so i told i told her about that you know I, the, the next day she's like oh how'd your show go and i was like in a panic and i was like kind of sweating i'm like <laughs> i talked all about our sex and she's like what and i'm like i just i had to work my way through this i had to know if it was normal and she asked is it i said you didn't know we went <laughs> on the mayo clinic <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> dan join me for one of the call a doctor on the phone things <laughs> he talked him through the whole thing for me You're, uh can you imagine that that'd be weird yeah like because you do know like you can like skype a doctor it's like part telehealth like you could just if shit goes real wrong like could you imagine being the doctor like
0: so doc uh...
1: anyone else want to take this file <laughs> And then someone, some poor asshole calls and the new guy "Uh, shows up. So, so what happened? Why don't you explain it? And I give him the whole story. And, you know, he says, Congrats on the sex. And I say, I appreciate that, Doc. And and he says, All right, well, let's talk a little bit further here. How much pain are you in? And we go through the whole thing. He goes, Well, it's like the forgetting Sarah Marshall scene. It just, All right, take your dick out, Pete. It's a good dick. It's a good looking dick. Great scene, (laughs) by the way. Great movie. Um, but like, that's like, can you imagine how weird that would be? Like, you just like all of a sudden, like, hold on, man. If you could just check this out, It'd be a horrible job as a doctor. And imagine if your camera is jacked up and like, they got to like zoom in like that. <laughs> God, so, I just have so many questions. I should have called WebMD, not WebMD. Fuck. Telehealth. Should have got him on the phone. If nothing else, but to give somebody else a story. Hmm. But yeah, last week was a weird episode, dude.
0: That was a truly, uh,
1: truly weird episode.
0: It's a good episode. Yeah, this was a little different. I had to get some hockey related. Well, we had hockey
1: stuff. You had hockey stuff to talk about. I, just...
0: had, I had hockey things to get off my chest. So we trying to be funny this week, but don't worry. Now it's a weekly show, provided nothing goes wrong next week uh, with the hockey related shit. Yep, we'll have plenty of time to talk about Shane's cock again.
1: Well, you know, it doesn't always have to be that. Trying to think of anything else like interesting happened this your,
0: week. Your your thunder stick.
1: <sighs> That's like seventeen. Like this is a record. How many you like? How many things can we call your
0: up? your mayonnaise cannon?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god, dude. You're, I'm gonna uh, wear like a Bane mask. I'm just behind her. Prepare for the mayonnaise. Hmm. Oh well. I think my realtor put a hit out on me. That's something that's interesting.
0: Okay. So
1: okay. you would think that that's strange, right? Because, you know, you're typically, yes, anything.
0: when you get a hit put out on you by a realtor. Yes. It's,
1: uh... it's weird. Oh, that's he strange. went real letter. Um, But. uh... Yeah, so uh my my realtor is the one who got me into the home that I'm in right now and she's you know working with us to, to get our our next home. And uh so you know I've known her for years. Steph is you know Steph used to work with her years years ago. Um now she apparently is a kid who's like I don't know 7 8 years younger than me, something like that. Plays in the same baseball league as me. So Saturday rolls around. We go we look at a couple houses. It's just lovely experience. It's fine. Uh, and she goes, oh, you know, I can't remember her kid's name cause I'm an asshole, but you know, she goes, oh, he's playing tomorrow night and he's playing at this particular stadium. And I said, that's, I, I got a game tomorrow night at that stadium. I think I'm playing your kid. So the fifth inning rolls around and, uh, and I, I finally noticed that this, that she's sitting next to the dugout with her husband. And, um, again, I don't know who the hell her kid is. And, um, first of all, side note, if you play baseball and you are an adult, literally any it doesn't hurt to get hit by a baseball i know that you would have experience, dan we've talked about this before but it does not hurt like no one throws hard enough at this point in in like regular humans baseball where you're you're gonna feel that like just sack up and take it (laughs) that's basically the speech that i gave my team throughout the game as i saw a bunch of asses moving out of the box which by the way we couldn't get anyone to first fucking base i'll stand there first base pisses me off to no end so this kid it's fifth inning kids on the mound get a fastball comes right underneath my chin there are two times that i will actually move out of the way i kind of don't want to get hit in the face by a fastball regardless of how fast it's coming in Mm -hmm. and i also don't want to get in the hand hit in the hands because you got too many tiny bones and what happens if you you need to get into a fight right uh... i don't need like Honestly, not worried about that. Noah can just like, Noah will probably knock himself out. Like, I'll just keep moving. He'll just fall. And I'll just be like, good fight, kid. Um, but anyway, comes up towards the face. I get out the way. My whole dugout, bunch of ass hats, Sitting there saying, I thought you said don't move. I thought you said don't move. Very next pitch comes in. Hits me like right in the upper part of the ribs. I can't even put on deodorant right now because I have this giant welt. It's kind of awesome. Um, so I'm like awkwardly like balanced. But uh, so I text my realtor, right? And I'm like, hey, like, so which one was your kid last night? She goes, the pitcher that hit you. And I'm like, mother Why? <laughs> like, that was clearly intentional. It was like three straight pitches that were up near my head. So I'm trying to figure out what I did. I think she's just because it's like been a four month process so far. Maybe she just is a little tired of our shit. Sad enough. Yeah. And she's just like, I don't need the $400,000. Awesome. Well, she wouldn't get that, but she would get her part.
0: Huh.
1: So not as entertaining as the story of, of of the previous week, but Realtors putting hits out on clients is still fairly interesting in my book. For a 70-mile-an-hour fastball, or through a 70-mile-an-hour fastball. Maybe 80, who knows? Wasn't throwing that hard. Hmm. <clears throat> interesting. Yeah.
0: Did you see... Uh... Your neighbor came to cut my neighbor's grass last week. <laughs>
1: yeah. At
0: 9.04 p.m.
1: Dude, who does that?
0: I was so <laughs> angry.
1: So, like, I I live like the the homes I live in right now they're they're row right? homes, right, townhomes. So, um, and like this neighborhood is a fucking piece of shit neighborhood. It's the kind of neighborhood that Dan lives in, where our heroin addict neighbors go out and mow their lawns at awkward hours and never stop mowing and the grass (laughs) never gets any shorter um it's unbelievable but um uh holy shit i just lost my train of thought again maybe i'm the heroin addict and i'm the one mowing your lawn fuck what was i just gonna say
0: maybe you did get hit in the head
1: no i i I avoided the one fuck i avoided the one in the head i know that (sighs) you need that beanie See, but, you know, Katie gave me shit, and now I'm insecure.
0: Damn it, Katie.
1: Right, she ruins everything. Except and I no still Lee am Pud. on the She fence. saves Noah. Look, any human. That is true. Even Philly Bean can go in there ah! and hold his own Fun. in place of a Noah.
0: Did he block me? He must have blocked me.
1: Noah or the other dude? The other dude, at least. Maybe not. Nah, Noah's not going to block you.
0: No, it not block
1: me. Yet. That kid like just screams life sub.
0: <laughs>
1: miracle, he still listens to this show. All the way through. Well, he has to, he—I mean, he's got it. A... It would not shock me though. If he's just keeping a little book of all the dumb shit that I say about him, at at just some random point in time, he'll he'll just articulate this just one ingenious argument and statement, and I'll just be left impressed. I think you're uh, giving him a little too much credit there. I don't know, man. Like these, So it's always the weird kids, right? He's like, got a,
0: a, a board in his room with a, you know, like an NCIS board with the red lines everywhere. Yeah, full and... on Charlie Day. Huh.
1: Yep, that's it. Hmm. Just trying to figure it all out. Trying to find the key to Shane's weakness. I don't have one. I don't think I have a weakness anyway.
0: Though to be fair, I will give credit to Noah for a second. Um, The episode of Leftovers that went out on Sunday was recorded after the second Noah LePon. And it was shit. So, he's at least risen above shit. Oh, God. Now he's like the top of the shit, breaking right away from the asshole. That's where he is. (laughs) Ha ha!
1: Oh, Jesus. Well, way to break out the orifice, sir. Yeah. Good stuff. I feel like he's like, he's definitely like soft shit, though. Like, in his approach to to, to, his travels out the asshole.
0: He's your Taco Bell shit.
1: He's... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what else? Uh, Again, I'm I'm a horrible person at times, but, you know... uh, I mean, I have
0: told a guy to die multiple times tonight, so I don't know if you can top what I said, but...
1: Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, I'm just like, I just like to instill comedy and inappropriate comedy at that. But um, speaking of Taco Bell, speaking of soft shit, uh, the missus enjoys herself some Taco Bell. And I always say, I said, why do you eat this stuff? Like, obviously so much is off the table now. This is unacceptable to me. Now I'm not totally an asshole, by the way. I don't. I, this is all in joking form. I hope everyone knows. Um, well, she didn't believe me. She says it's fine. It's fine. How messed up is your system that, that that's what it would do to you? I said I don't know. I don't want to try.
0: Wasn't she the one that told me that the Walla burgers were good? She's an idiot. Yeah. So her her taste in food is not.
1: Uh... Well, her. T- you know what? When she eats things that I make. She compliments them, do so you I have make to tacos? give her at least. Some, I do make tacos. Well, you know. um, but I went out to one night. She went to sleep early. She wasn't feeling that great, and I went out to Taco Bell, a place I never go. I got three tacos. I scooped out just the meat. She's a side sleeper. I laid a line <laughs> out right there. I let her wake up, and I said, "What did you do? What did you do?" My angst and my. <laughs> reaction um it may have made her actually poop who's to know at that point it's all the same that's on the bed you you just you roll with it but uh so like it just again i i always like listeners to leave with something if you are sarcastically angry with your partner or your roommate or anyone grab a couple soft shell tacos scoop out the meat lay it on the bed It it's really does work best if it's with a partner or someone that you share your bed with and just like try to nudge them and make them wake up. And then you need to act crazy about what you've just witnessed and make them feel terrible about themselves. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> this is why the show is weekly now. I need to <laughs> laugh like this every week.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: God. Did that at work one that. time
1: too? hundred percent. Just did it at work once. Just splattered a bunch of it on the floor called my boss i said hey you come out here for a second I, said, I think something's wrong in here so he comes over i'm standing just pantsless and it's just taco bell on the ground and i was like dude i don't feel well and like i can i borrow your pants i gotta go home i did get to go home but obviously not for what you think but yeah you know I just i believe in uh i believe in a good joke
0: Oh, this show.
1: It's a good show. I provide good, life advice. Good show. Another one. So here, I actually legitimately thought I was going to die last week. Um, so let me let me tell you guys a story. By you guys, I mean Dan and the few of you who will still remain on the show at this point. Um, so a couple of years back, go to a barbecue with a handful of friends. I text as I do because I'm an adult and I say, hey, what can I bring? Because this was not at my home. So I wanted to make sure I didn't show up empty-handed. So my buddy goes, doesn't really matter. I have most things. Bring whatever you want. So I volunteered. That's an important bit. I volunteered to bring the big salad. I made homemade barbecue sauce. I picked up chips. I grabbed some sodas. I grabbed some beer. I never did anything with a big salad. Other people showed up with the other things that I brought too, except for the homemade barbecue sauce. No big salad. Never let me down. For two years, I've been getting texts from my buddies just randomly throughout any part of the, the, the days and evenings. Just be like, uh, Shane, I saw a door driver come by. I just I, I thought for sure you had sent me my part of the salad you never brought. And uh, they <laughs> drove past the house. I'm just disappointed. Two years this has been going on.
0: That's the kind of petty ice drive. So,
1: and that's, it's brilliant. So, this last weekend, go to my buddy's house and barbecuing. I ask, I say, all right, what can I bring? He says, you bring whatever you want to bring. You just let us know what you do. (laughs) So I purposely left out the fact that I was in fact bringing a, I made a giant salad, a giant Caesar salad. So, I show up, I had a steak marinating all day. I had a bunch of wings that, that, had, that had brined and then marinated. I said, this is good stuff. It brought a lot of stuff for us tonight, but I also brought a giant salad. Redemption for two years. It took a long time through this pandemic, but I got it here. I got the salad, right? Now, several of my friends did not come this time that were there the last time. We were at this barbecue until 1.30 in the morning. Now, these friends live in Northeast Philadelphia. Certain sections that are, I don't know, not great, let's say, 1.30 in the morning, Maybe you don't want to show up at someone's door who has giant dogs, perhaps long guns with a bag of salad. But I did. At 1.30 in the morning, I woke up four different households (laughs) to present them with salad. (laughs) Just so the joke can finally end.
2: Uh, So, moral of that
1: story is don't forget the salad. If you volunteer, of course, to bring the salad. And if you do, in fact volunteer to bring the salad and you don't actually bring that salad wait at least a year two was excellent took everyone by surprise (laughs) show up in an ungodly hour just with a ziploc (laughs) bag of salad and a tiny little ziploc container of dressing and just be like i know it took a long time but uh it's finally here and it's spectacular here's your salad
0: oh boy is that a pint glass by the way
1: same one, man. Mm-hmm. I have I haven't drank out of anything other than this in my home since our last. Show. I've never drank out of this cup before. Cup, glass, glass. It's such a quality drinking pattern motion thing. I still haven't found a way to say that, but path. It's smooth, but it's water, so it's just always smooth. I don't know.
0: It's good.
1: Mm. Fucking excellent.
0: Can you hear the frog in the background? By the way,
1: I I cannot. I feel like that's something you ask me every single show. Can you hear the insert random object here?
0: There's a frog that's taken, actually it happened last summer too, that has taken up residency in my backyard and croaks all night long. And I can hear it now, but I don't know if it's coming through the mic or just my headphones.
1: Just your headphones. I can't hear anything that I know of. Let me crank the volume. You scream and I'll punch you in the dick (laughs) through the screen.
0: wasn't thinking of that.
1: Nah, just that weight. I got gotcha. You got oh, it? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. All night long. Oh. Drives me nuts.
1: <sighs> yeah, that would suck. Oh, well. I feel like I've woefully underperformed in this podcast, especially in the humor category as opposed to last week. But then again, how many how often do you break your dick? Right?
0: It's the kind of comedy that only rolls and uh, rolls around once every, you know.
1: Hopefully, months. lifetime.
0: <laughs> lifetime. Eh. I, I, I had, I had the flyer stuff to get off my chest, and I burnt all my energy out on that one. So, I was not a That's willing fair. participant in this episode. Either.
1: <laughs> That's right. I enjoyed it. I know the listeners didn't. Don't get to see. You really should. At a certain point, man, record we your screen. We
0: I would be great for live shows because my uh, I'm very animated when I'm yelling yes. and ranting and raving. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever actually seen it besides the people that are on this show. But uh, the arms are flying, the head's moving, the body's flying around. I just uh, I get very that... animated. I'm not just yelling. I, I'm living it. I'm living the, uh, the raving. Well,
1: here's the thing. If we're going to do this weekly now, at a certain point, we should... Once a week for the next month to drum up some additional listeners to push that number to double digits, possibly. I don't know. Do like a five-minute Twitter live stream that people can just see the ridiculous shit that you and I do whilst speaking about NHL hockey. Or dicks.
0: I'll look into it. See what the hell I can do. I
1: think it would work. It's, it's going to be weird, though, I'll be honest. So, like, this studio has been, like, redone, like, 85 different times, right? And it's weird because when, you like, theoretically we're sitting here we're talking sports you should see the entire wall of sports and autographed mobility and stuff that's behind you instead you're staring at mrs incredible's dick fucking thighs and ready player one like none of this i mean part of it makes sense because mrs incredible can get it but (laughs) what i'm not the only one who thinks this what i'm just saying but like it's just it's a weird setup now like ever since I, i redid the the redid this room. I got this giant desk that I don't fucking use. I'm still over here using this piece of shit that rattles.
0: That you can got hear a... every vibration on from your phone?
1: Yeah, it is a fucking pain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got a daybed here just for when my back inevitably starts hurting in the longer episodes. So <laughs> I take the microphone off and I lay down like a senior citizen and I just <laughs> talk into it with all this passion. I've like not got that Mark experience here. yet. Oh, uh, not last one. The 200th episode. I did. At one point, I was like, I'm going to fucking die. I had to lay down on that. Sometimes I, was, I laid down I was an die on an acupuncture. Well, for a different reason. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I don't know, to do this. This office, like, doesn't make sense. I do have Danny Daniels and Olivia Munn in here. Like, nothing makes sense in here. It's just a little bit of me in every fucking direction.
0: This studio, I, I've been redecorating a little this summer and it's just taking forever. The. Uh... One puck case is up. The second one, I got the case today, and I got 39 of the 40 fucking pucks. The one has been stuck in the Lehigh Valley Distribution Center for like three weeks now. So, of
1: course, I can't
0: fucking hang it up. The one stuck? Yes. Danny Alfredson.
1: Is it... uh, Eight down, five across? Yes. Just drop the middle one out. It doesn't matter.
0: See, the problem is that one's going to be the one and that they don't fit side by side which drives me fucking nuts but they don't so I decided I'm going to put them in the corner kind of touching like that and that would be the one on there they both open to the right thus I have to fill that one first before I put the flyers one there because I don't know if that one's going to open if it's closed so I have to wait for that one to show up before I can hang that Oh
1: me why in the dick did you not measure I did, in- inaccurately apparently.
0: Oh no, I knew that wasn't big enough.
1: What the fuck? Whatever.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna put them both in front of me here, but it was like half an inch short and it drove me absolutely nuts. And I thought I could put them on top. I probably could have, but so I was gonna put them caddy court there so they meet. And now I just am waiting Thank for you. the last one to show up.
1: I knew that was a word. Yeah. I knew that was a fucking word. <laughs> So I'm helping my buddy's parents move. We're taking all this shit from one house in Churchville and we're bringing it to Yardley, just one rich person's neighborhood to the next.
2: <laughs>
1: and I'm carrying all this shit. I'm like, all right, well, how do you want to set this up? And they were like, oh, we'll just put it on an angle. Now, mind you, these are like, and I love them. There, it's like, I, God, I wish I was part of that family. But they just said, I'll oh, just angle it up against the, the water. Where you know, where you leave a little space. I said, caddy corner, and they said, I don't know what that is. I said, That's not a word. I said, it's a fucking word. It's a caddy cornered. I don't know. It's a thing. Yeah. Thank you. Don't worry. I appreciate that. I'm going you know what? I'm gonna stop over their house right now. <laughs> They're only seventy five. They should still be up.
0: <laughs> I probably went to bed like three hours ago.
1: Nah, maybe one of them, but.
0: And uh, I've been I've been working on some art. Acquiring art, that uh, I put the one picture on Twitter from the uh, wood guy made the, the wooden Pennsylvania with the hockey sticks in it. Yeah. Uh, Lakes Wall Decor on Etsy. I'll give them a shout out. And I'm also working with some chick. And I can't remember her name. But uh, Fine Sports Art. Fine Sport Art. Not fines. Fine Sport Art on Etsy. They do custom canvas work for any huh. athlete ever. And uh, they do some sick photoshopping. Let me see if I can pull up a picture here. Erna is her name. I-R-Y-N-A. She is very cool and has been great to work with. But No, don't move. There you go. Eric Desjardins. Oh, nice. Just a regular picture you find of any athlete. And she'll crop it up and edit it and make it look real cool. Sam Moran from his... uh, Goal and star of the game.
1: Ah, nice. So
0: she's uh, printing those up right now. I'll probably be getting more because I'll probably change the setup here a little bit. But uh, very good work she's doing there. So
1: free endorsements
0: to those two that are going to salvage my sanity when it comes to building this fucking studio. (laughs) And nobody's going to see it because I'm building it in the wall in front of me and not the wall behind me. Uh,
1: That's what I did with all my sports shit. Doesn't make sense.
0: So... All that matters? The guy. Oh, very uh, cool. You to give them plugs, though. They did They do some good work. So I'll give the give them free shouts for all the four listeners here on Fireside Chat.
1: Nice. Nice. I we smashed going? a scale today. You
0: smashed a scale today? That's correct. Did you step on it? That hurts. <laughs> What? What the fuck? What what conclusion am I supposed to come to when you say that?
1: Uh, So again, I do things for comedic purpose and effect. So I take (laughs) things a bit far at times. At times. So this entire now this home was just mine before Stephanie came along, and she showed up one day, and she's still here. So, but every room and every space like that's the reason this has been redone so many different times. Uh, so there's a hallway, we have our master bath and then we have, there's a hallway bath. So the hallway bath, I had my scale in there. I said, all right, this is good. I don't, I don't need her to know what the hell I'm weighing right now. I'm obese. She looks great. This is a very unbalanced relationship physically. So I would go in and so this is fine. Walked in this morning. It's a different fancy ass scale in there. And it's in the place of mine. Where's mine? You ask. It's in the tub. I don't know. Hmm weird as hell you would have thought like oh i've just upgraded our scale and i've just placed it in the same spot and i I just got rid of the other one sure so what happens every square inch of this place was once mine no more so to prove a point i said the fuck did you do the scale (laughs) i smashed it down I was laughing during it. So she understood that this was not serious, but I did smash the whole scale. And like, now there's a chunk of carpet that's all fucked up. Like, but uh, yeah, you have to have fun, but I'm just, I'm reminded of it right now because I'm looking at a piece of the scale over there. And I'm like, what is, Oh, it's just a random bar that's underneath. It's probably from Mm. when I did step on it at at any given time, but yeah.
0: well, that's what you get for being dramatic.
1: You know, for effect. I'm not actually ever mad at anything. Why it fucking in the tub? I, Okay, couldn't answer it. <laughs> right.
0: That's like, the strangest like, part of this.
1: Time. That's the weird thing. Like, it, it, amongst that interrogation, you know, like, you know, <clears throat> now why was the uh, in the tub? Like, I don't know. Like, is not a valid response. Like, you looked around and you said, "Here's a good spot." Water comes yeah. out of this. What? This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Sure enough, that was where it was. I don't know if she thought, like, maybe, like, oh, like that shower doesn't get used, so it just exists there. But, uh, so maybe she thought, like, oh, he'll never know. The door was <laughs> open. Like, it's always open. The tub itself is, like, cream colored. The scale is black. Kind of hard to miss. Hmm. Also, well, fuck it.
0: I, uh,. I uh, am about to enter my yearly juice cleanse, so can't do it, dude. You're you're gonna get very miserable, Daniel. Here over the next few weeks, just be ready for it.
1: All right. So here's the thing. Now, obviously, I mean, you see me on here. This is not a good look for anybody. Like this is this is obese. Like we're pushing it, um, <laughs> you know. And. Uh, yes. you know, so- but I'm not that thin. You could be Philly so bean for pricing. I could, but I still have a, you know, chin, uh, <laughs> jawline, you know, and blood actually flowing through at a reasonable rate throughout my body. But <clears throat> so my buddy, um, uh, you know, I still play baseball and uh, you know, my buddy's <laughs> just very bluntly comes. There's like, how you feeling, man? And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm all right. It's like, Not moving as great as I want to. He's like, you're fat. You got (laughs) to lose weight. And I was like, wow, that's uh, most people aren't that direct, but thanks. Like, I know this isn't a great look. Um, And he's like, yeah, man, like that'll really help out that knee of yours. And I'm like, sure, man, like I'm going to work on losing the weight. And he goes, I got this for you. Drink 16 ounces of celery juice every day. And I said, I hate celery. I don't particularly like juice. I don't want to do that. So do it. Just try. Have you ever done this before?
0: I've had just celery, celery in juice. I've never done straight celery, though.
1: You just... <laughs> awful. So I said, all right, I'll give it a shot, right? He goes 16 ounces every day before you, you know, like to start your day. He goes, skip breakfast, just do that. I said, skip breakfast. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> So I gave it a go. <laughs> this face there. fucking made that. <laughs> so I give it a go, right? I take like one sip and I'm like, you, you make the face that everyone makes, like that sure. infants make when like they put that sh- shit that isn't food, that puree <laughs> stuff. And they're like, yeah, like that's a hard no. Yeah. I made that face, but in adult form. So it was hideous, not adorable, but hideous. And, uh, but you got to, you got to work your way through it, right? Yep. So I'm like, all right. So it's like, all right, let me go. So I got made, I'm comfortable in saying four ounces of that done that's it and i was like i gotta stop i gotta stop i'm gonna throw up this can't happen to me right now so i told him i'm gonna work myself up i will eventually get to 16 ounces now here's the thing this is what he didn't tell me and i don't know why i didn't think about it but he didn't tell me everything else he was so honest and upfront about you are gonna blow your asshole out immediately oh yeah it's not fun so like drive so and i used to have to drive down street road which i know is a long way away from you but for anyone who lives up in in like the the warm and ish area and like headed towards the northeast like people know what what street road is it's horrible it's, it, it's just it's a fucking nightmare now driving down that with the starts and the stops the starts and the stops and the potholes that are every 16 and a half inches on the fucking road and it's just like with every one i'm like I'm pretty positive I'm going to have to just keep a box not just like a bag a box of spare underwear and suits just in case because like (laughs) and that was after four (laughs) fucking ounces could you imagine if I drank 16 ounces like I was supposed to do like that just would have been like feet in a girdle thing just (laughs) (laughs) who knows what would have happened so anyway I'm up to 15 ounces now and, um, and you do lose weight, but I it is 100% just soft shit.
0: You will never
1: Dude, shit my, more in your life Jeff, than when you do. This ass is on fire. It's horrible, man. It's, uh,
0: I usually do it about once every year, typically in the spring. And last year I made it three weeks on juice and one chicken breast. But... Uh, The the, the issue with all this is you drop a shit ton of money on fruit and vegetable these days to last so long. And I need a new juicer, which is mainly why I've been pushing this off. Just because I keep forgetting to fucking buy a new juicer. But um, I'm just holding it off. Usually do it in the spring. So that way I'm ready for hot girl summer. Uh, (laughs) This year now it's summer and I'm waiting for it. I'm like, "Eh, I gotta bring it around sooner or later. So I have started decreasing my food intake. Because if you start cold turkey and just decide to juice you're going to feel hungry and you're going to feel like you're starving to death for weeks. Uh -uh. Better to slow your intake down first, then good juice. So, so it's not as miserable though. It still sucks, but uh, nothing but juice for about two weeks. You'll lose some weight real quick.
1: We should have bookend the life advice and then put the flyer stuff in the middle. This is quality stuff that if people don't get to,
0: I could edit it around. I'll edit in the flyer stuff at the end.
1: Absolutely. Don't do that. That's ridiculous. (laughs) This is this is a flyer side chat. We we don't hit the edit button here unless I say dumb shit again, and that's just for. I mean, we ju- we just promoted this show. Let's let's not. Get, yeah, you can't
0: get canceled right on.
1: Can't immediately get canceled. I need to get at least three, four episodes in, and I have at, on multiple occasions so far tonight caught myself before I said some dumb shit.
0: See so
1: you're you know, personal growth.
0: Yeah. Me, on the other hand, just, I've got no boundary.
1: Yeah, but it's your brand, so it doesn't matter. That's true. If you get us canceled, it's hilarious. If I get us canceled, I feel like a dick.
0: If I get us canceled, then you're going to leave and then claim it's my fault and go fucking hang with Kelly from BHS all day. (laughs) I'm still not salty about that. Shut the fuck up. Uh,
1: No. (laughs) Will not do that. I was literally the first person to reach out to you when you had your first cancellation.
0: That was the first one. That was the, uh, the old one from that other website. Yep.
1: Yeah. I was so pissed off on your behalf, and that's something I am never pissed that's off on someone's stupid. behalf. I don't sit there and what try a to be a career I've normal. led. Yeah, man.
0: Nobody's more controversial than Dan the Flyer fan. Uh, Even though I'm right all the time. Tara Natra does suck. She still, to this day, sucks. <laughs> and the Flyers suck. And everybody on Twitter sucks. This is not... I'm just right. You can be angry at it, but I'm just right.
1: I mean, I, I'm still waiting for something to be wrong in anything you've just said
0: no yep. find me one time in the history of any of these shows in the end of episodes when i was wrong about anything
1: <laughs> i can't.
0: not gonna find it
1: although that to to be fair in the listener's respect here you put out 17 and a half hours of content a week it's a lot of time to commit
0: that's true
1: listening to try to find a single mistake
0: yeah good luck <laughs>
1: that's what i'm saying i'm sure somebody will do it like they will, 300 of these they it's hate absurd. me
0: enough they'll take the time to be like ha ah, on april 4th 2018 but for half a second daniel said be? something stupid
1: just thank him for the lessons like, it's yeah. like you had to scale back through 187 episodes for that I just good got work by <laughs>
0: 300 you. extra listens what happened huh. right somebody went back and found one piece of damning evidence i don't think you'll find anything 100. you won't find anything on twitter either you'll find a bunch of shitty hockey takes but you won't find <laughs> anything bad.
1: <sighs>
0: and with that wonderful year. we are an hour and eighteen minutes in. Oh wow! Um, the
1: show goes quick,
0: which is which is fine. Maybe uh, I should be back next week. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning with Anthony, with some dude. I don't remember his name, but he does cover the Blues. So we'll be talking St. Louis Blues. I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about the St. Louis Blues with some guy, and Anthony. And uh, he'll get his say in, on this Dougie Hamilton nonsense. I'm sure we put out a pretty good thread on that uh, today. So, uh. And uh, maybe by next week I'll be juicing, though at this point I probably won't, because I still haven't actually ordered the juicer. But...
1: I might be the 16 ounces of celery juice in the morning. We'll see. We
0: can Amazon Prime it'll be here in a few days. There you go. But, uh, we'll see. I'll be. I oh, I get, I get real cranky with that. With the, with the you know not eating, slowly starving yourself to look beautiful thing. But uh, it's worth. It. The
1: Way I see it, man. Fuck it.
0: I don't. I don't ever want to have somebody come up to me and be like, Daniel, you're fat. So I don't. I don't need friends like you. So. <laughs>
1: Dude, Leah's a great guy. He's never once lied to me.
0: Brutally I know honest, it. I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm for it. And like I said, you can't say anything that's going to upset me. Nothing offends me. Just roll stuff off.
0: I mean, you sure didn't like when I didn't notice your haircut the other way.
1: Well, I mean, look. Did I lose sleep over that? Absolutely not. Did I find it to be a moment of uh, callback? Joy? Absolutely. Did I have to make a stink out of it because you mentioned it on yours? <laughs> yes, sir, I did. Yeah. I High know. level humor. That's what we do here, Dan. That is true.
0: All right, everybody. We'll call it a show. We're back next week at Dan the Flyer fan at Brotherly Puck at Brotherly Underscore Pod. Brotherly Puck's got some articles up that calls Chuck Fletcher out, and then he a few hours later backs out of Dougie Hamilton
1: because he's a bitch! <laughs> but uh yeah
0: Shane where can people find you on Twitter where you won't respond to them I,
1: before I give you the Twitter handle and I will I did just look down at what I've written down and I forgot the ass kicked into their asses that's uh, a great line isn't it oh that's awesome that's just that was quality I'm gonna start using that in, I think you're the first life. person
0: I, I dropped that line every once in a while and uh, I think you're the first person that's ever truly appreciated it so that's good just
1: high level and brilliant humor as, yeah. as quality that that's uh, that's the title um but you can find me on twitter which again i am mildly active on that at times uh significantly better in dms uh because i just block you uh it, it <laughs> is mm-hmm. sorry i saw dan taking a drink i was trying to say something absurd at shane underscore meat because i'm an adult with a normal handle
0: thank god that's the worst part of no only pot hands down when you get to the end and katie and i have to give their Twitter handle. why even do it Ah. May have to just remove that. If you have to
1: spell it out, bad handle.
0: M A N N. If you have to
1: explain it, stupid.
0: Flyers, but it's with a P-H, because I'm an asshole. (laughs) And Nolan Patrick, but the A is a four. Because why the fuck not? (sighs) All right, everybody. Till next time, goodbye and... Why don't get your phone vibrating? Go, put that somewhere else! You're ruining the goddamn show, Shane! Fuck! Good night!